Seeking Veganism podcast. My name is Jess and we are back with another episode. I am so excited to record this episode today. I got inspired, um, again, I always get inspired by people and the conversations that I have with people because, you know, human connections are super, super um, valuable and are always teaching us something. If it's something that you know, is positive or negative. At the end of the day, every little teaching that we get through conversations, through connections with people, I think is valuable um, and is always going to get us, you know, further in life or evolve or, you know, whatever. It's, it's always going to educate us or, um, you know, open us ourselves up to new things. So I am super excited. Um, I am a certified yoga teacher now and uh, I did have my exam yesterday and I was so so nervous for it. I honestly um, when I signed up to the yoga course I was like my first thought was like you're never gonna be able to be a yoga teacher you're not flexible um, you know I've always been that kid that loved to dance um, but when it came to like stretching or flexibility I always had a lot of pain in my back um, according to doctors like I grew too quickly um, and you know I was um, having like ballet classes as well in gymnastics and I was kind of always like the worst person there because I was just like never good at like flexibility um, and stuff and so I when I signed up you know, all of these self-doubts started coming up in my mind. And I was like, oh no, like it's going to be like, is this, is this a good idea? Can I do that? Um, I remember doing my first yoga classes and I was so overwhelmed because I was just like, oh my God, you know, looking at the teacher and then seeing them do all of like the flexibility stuff and just having this perfect posture and talking at the same time as teaching. And I was like, holy shit, like I'm never going to get to this level. And, um, I got inspired to talk about why most people don't change because of the experience that I had with my yoga teacher certification because it was I'm telling you guys it was something that was a big step for me because it was something completely from what I'm used to I'm since I started loving fitness and working out I was always that person that would do the workouts with the most sweat and the hardest workouts and if it doesn't burn it's not effective if you don't sweat it's not effective like you know that kind of yoga uh, sorry that that kind of like sports philosophy that you know a lot of us still follow and a lot of us still think that you need to like kill yourself at the gym to have the best workout possible and so that was always my mindset and I was never very mindful I would say about you know the movements that I was doing because you know with time restrictions I always thought you know I have you know 45 minutes and I'm gonna push myself hard I didn't take time to stretch I didn't take time to um, mindfully, you know, sit there and actually think about what I'm doing. And so, you know, when I, when I first started doing yoga, I have to say I had a hard time doing it because I was like, oh my God, this is so slow and nothing's happening and I'm not sweating and I didn't burn a lot of calories and, um, you know, all of the things, like all of the, the, the talks in my mind where I was just like, I'm not gonna see you know, physical results from this. But quickly enough, you know, um, when I started my coaching business and just being a, you know, entrepreneur myself, 
I started realizing that my mental health was going down. I, you know, the philosophy that I had in sports and working out, I take, I took that with me in life, in business. And so I would never take those mindful moments for myself. I would never just stretch in a metaphorical way in my life. I would never allow myself to take the time for myself and reflect and be mindful about everything that I'm doing, right? And so I was always this go, go, go person. Basically, how I worked out at the gym, I took that with me to my personal and business working life as well. And so quickly enough, I started realizing that I felt like I was pushing myself to the limits again and was doing more than I probably should um, in a way that I just started feeling very exhausted. And um, I also then started struggling with a hormonal imbalance because, again, I talk about that a lot. I never paid attention to what my body was actually trying to tell me and the workouts that I would do would basically kill me. Um, They would, I mean, not basically kill me, but basically make me sicker and sicker because, again, I wouldn't pay to my body. I wouldn't pay where in my cycle I was at. and that constant push, that constant pressure that I would put on myself would be reflected in the stress that I was feeling day in and day out through my workouts, through the life that I was living. And so I started realizing that there was something that I needed to change, right? Something that I knew that if I was going to go on like this, I wouldn't be able to sustain the amount of pressure and stress that I was under. And I knew that I didn't want to only have a business for a year or two. I wanted this to be a lifelong thing, right? And so I quickly got to to realize that there was something that I needed to change. Um, But I just didn't know what it was because, you know, I then started doing things like... um, you know, meditation and going on walks. And and even though I was doing all of that, I still did sustain my super hard workouts. And um, again, never allowed myself to stretch, never allowed myself to do the things that your muscles also need rest, right? Um, and so I then discovered, and of course I didn't discover yoga. It has been a while. <laughs> it, it has been there for a while. Um, but I feel like, since I moved to Berlin, I was confronted with it a lot more than I thought I would be. Um, and so I started doing like, you know, YouTube videos and I started, you know, just kind of exploring more about what yoga was about. And and then I found power yoga, power vinyasa yoga, which I was like, oh, this is great because it is kind of like a, it still includes the philosophy of what yoga is but it also goes more into like physical training depending on of course you know what kind of what kind of um training you know the the teacher offers because you know even power vinyasa yoga can go from like super intense to like um you know beginner level right and so when i found that out i was like holy shit this is actually really cool because i feel like i'm not overworking myself but at the same time i'm i'm working on my body in a way that i have not yet experienced before and afterwards i don't feel like i just want to sleep because you know in my training i would be at points where i just wanted to sleep because i just didn't feel rejuvenated and i would always push myself to the limit so after every workout i just felt like i could i wasn't able to like be you know productive 
with my mind, basically. And so um, that was kind of like a big awakening. I was like, okay, you know, sounds like something that maybe I should do more often. And so, you know, of course, in lockdown, in the beginning, I was still very, very like um, on plan with my scheduled workouts. And then I, I allowed myself to, to, to kind of take a step back and really get more in tune and intuitive with my body. Um, and I allowed myself to do more of the things that I knew that if the gym was open right now, I would probably not be doing yoga that often. And I just said to myself, you know what, take a break from like those heavy workouts with weights and just experiment a little bit. Nothing's going to happen. Yes, your body might change a little bit, which is not the end of the world. It's a natural process, which we all go through and our body's constantly changing and adapting and it's supernatural. So the more I got into it, the more I, I started appreciating um, what yoga really was about. But what my point here is that even though I was so, so scared and I never thought that, that I would get to a level where I would be a yoga teacher myself if I wouldn't have just tried it, right? I would have never come to where I am right now having you know this piece of paper in my hand which tells me and the world that I am a certified yoga teacher, you know, if I wouldn't have just tried it. And so I kind of want to talk about, you know, in this episode about why most people don't change. And it's not going to be a super long episode and it's not going to be a um, episode which is negative. It's, it's more on the, po- on, the, on the opposite side, right? I kind of want to show that even though I was so scared to do something that I never thought I would do because I would always look at other people being super flexible, doing all of the things, I was able to do something I was so scared about. Like seriously, I was so, so scared about this. And I wasn't scared about the the, the um, theoretical part. I wasn't scared about writing the exams and answering questions because there's things that I can learn. But I was so scared about the practical exam, being in front of people and teaching yoga myself. I just thought like, and on top of that, I never actually went, maybe once or twice, I had a physical yoga class in front of an actual teacher who would be able to look at my posture. Other than that, all of the yoga I taught myself at home. I never had anyone looking at the way I was doing it. Never had anyone um, teaching me it in real life. I had to do all of the corrections myself. You know, I would film myself sometimes as well to see what are the things that I need to improve on. And when I had the exam yesterday, I got such positive feedback and I was just like, I couldn't believe it. And I honestly, I'm talking about this right now and I'm just like, still can't believe it because she actually told me that, you know, she would like to have me um, as a teacher there in her, in her yoga loft, in, in the yoga school that she has, that she owns. And I was just like, what the hell? Like, I never even thought that that would be a possibility. And so um, what I'm trying to tell here is that change is freaking scary all right doing something that is so out of your comfort zone which that yoga thing was for me i was just so amazed that if you really really set your mind to something you can do it now the number one reason why people are scared of change is because they're scared of failing right they're scared they will start something 
and they are scared that they will not follow through. Now, the worst fear, I believe, for everyone is the fear of failure. Because at the end of the day, what does failure really mean? What does it mean, right? I think it's also a very subjective way of looking at it. Failure can be defined in many different ways. And you will see that people that have been, um, you know, uh, working on self-development a lot, they will see failure as a positive thing, right? They will see, hey, you know what? I launched this business, it didn't work out, but I learned from it because now I know what didn't work and what did work, right? Or maybe um, you start this health journey and then life gets in the way, right? Something happens and you are, you know, shaken and something um, that was unexpected happened and all of a sudden you're your routine is not where how it used to be and you have a off week or an off month and you feel like a failure. You're like, you know, I, you know, I'll just give it up. I, I'm never going to lose weight. I'm never going to be a healthy person because life's always going to get in the way. I just, I just can't do it. Instead of looking at it from this perspective, what about you change it again? And the problem with like health goals in general is that we always set ourselves a certain amount of time, which again is not bad to set yourself a goal that by this and that date, you're going to achieve a certain goal. Now, a lot of times we want, want to make sure that we set those goals in a way that it's realistic as well, with also some time that in case something happens, it's okay to prolong this goal. But a lot of times what happens is that especially, and I've been seeing it so, so often, people that want to lose weight, they only think about the short term, right? They think, okay, summer is coming. I have three months. I'm going to lose all of the weight. And what happens afterwards? It gets colder again and then gain all of the weight back because they did not set themselves a lifelong goal that actually excites them right? They didn't set themselves the goal of a lifelong, sustainable, healthy lifestyle that allows them to still eat all of their favorite foods without feeling restricted, but without gaining all of the weight back. And that is, again, another thing. Oftentimes, we need to shift our perspective and look at it from like outside, look at your life as a total, look at the years that are still ahead of you, and the four months that you're going to work on your health shouldn't be the only four months that you put effort into eating healthy and nutritious food to make you feel good. It should be something that you would want to change for your entire life, right? And so, again, the fear of failure can be, you know, it can, it's part of everything in life. It's part of everything in life. Every single thing that we do, if we apply for a new job, you're always scared you're not going to get the job. They're not going to take you. If you reach out to the guy that you like, you're going to be scared of, of rejection. You're going to be scared that that guy doesn't like you back, right? Um, if you speak out for something because it's a cause that is important to you, you're always going to have the fear that people are not going to agree with you. So the fear of failure is ingrained in us and it's it's kind of always there because with every decision that we make on a daily 
it's gonna have some consequences, right? But it's up to you to decide how are you going to see the consequences? Because they're good consequences if you say that they're good and they're bad if you say that they're bad. It's a subjective way of looking at the consequences, right? So let's say if I, if I were not to, um, to be able to do the yoga teacher training, the, 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 the teacher yesterday would have told me like, Jess, I think you need another like three months to really work on yoga. Like it's not the time for you to be a yoga teacher yet. Of course, it would have it would have sucked. I would have been like all of the hard work I've put in. Okay, but I wouldn't have given up because I know that in three months I'm gonna go gonna come back stronger than ever. And I've already put in the work and I've already understood why I want to achieve it. Right? That's another thing. Like whenever you do do something. The pain of your current state needs to be bigger um, than the pain that you will have when you, you know, when you put in the work to change. So a lot of people, when they are already at a point of misery, that means the pain is huge in the current state, and they can they don't want to longer stay in that. And so reflect with yourself are you happy in that state that you're currently at so again talking about health goals right how long have you been in the state has it been a mo- like a couple of years already that you've been feeling unhappy not confident you feel like your life is passing by you and again these are things that i'm saying that i hear a lot of my clients or prospects telling me right they don't live their life to the fullest. They're scared to go out. They're scared to meet people. They don't want to show themselves in a bikini, so they don't even go out to the beach or to vacation. Um, they hate the clothes that they wear. They have half of the closet that you know they feel like they can't put on the clothes. Um, their energy is so low. They can't play with their kids because they just don't have the energy to do that. So ask yourself, like, the pain that I'm experiencing right now, is it worth it? Or is the pain of change actually actually worth it? Like if I change and I sustain, how how amazing is my gonna life? Is, is, is my life going to look like? The next thing I think kind of ties into it, and it's the fear that you're going to disappoint yourself or the people around you. And that was also one of the fears that I had when I did the yoga. I feared that I was going to disappoint myself, that I'm just not a yoga teacher and I will not get there, right? And on top of that, another fear, of course, was I'm going to probably disappoint my clients, probably disappoint my mom, my dad, my boyfriend. You know, they've all been there supporting me through through this entire journey. Um... And here I am just being scared that I'm going to disappoint myself. So I'm just not going to even go there. Right. But if you think about it, it's such a stupid fear because again, subjectively, like think about it, sorry, from, from an objective point of view, what does disappointment even mean? Right? Like if the disappointment is so big about the current state that you're in that you've even gotten to that state, then I guess the disappointment of even trying to be a new person is not going to be that big anymore. 
because probably right now the current state that you're in and you're unhappy, if you're unhappy right now in the current state, that should disappoint you more than actually you taking the next step into the change and taking and making the change, right? I probably, again, I feel like it's, it really helps kind of reflecting it on, on what I've experienced. I probably would have been more disappointed if I would have signed up to the teacher training and I wouldn't have followed through. I would have, I think probably my entire life, I would have then been disappointed of myself because I didn't even try. I didn't even try to go into the exam and do it. I had thoughts of it. I was like, should I, shouldn't I? But I was just like, I'm going to be so much more disappointed if I don't do it right now. And at least don't give it a try. And I personally believe that's a worst point of disappointment. So my computer just uh, made something crazy over here. <laughs> Sorry for the, for the break. But again, I feel like that is something that should be bigger than a disappointment of not succeeding. And again, what does success mean for you? Right? It's again, also super subjective. Everyone's going to have a different definition of success. Maybe your definition of success getting into a healthy lifestyle means going on two walks a week because you've been sedentary your entire life and you actually never even went on a walk, right? Or maybe it means having a breakfast, a healthy, nutritious breakfast every single morning. Maybe that's the new thing that you need. Okay. And the next thing is that you don't trust yourself. You don't trust yourself. You're going to succeed. And that trust that usually is something that has nothing to do with you as a person at all. It has something to do that probably has already been developed in your earlier years, right? So kind of the root chakra. The root chakra is a place of trust and of, of just feeling stable in, in the life that you're in. And that overall trust in the universe and in yourself and in people. And if you have never experienced that trust in your childhood, or it has been questioned, or you have been doubted by experiences or situations in your childhood, they are taken with you into your life right now because it's a part of you, right? And then that trust is not there. So as an example, if your dad always told you as a little girl or as a little boy that um, you are not good enough, right? You should be doing more. Your grades are not good enough. Or, you know, you wanted to be a professional soccer player, as an example. And your dad would always push you and would never actually tell you that you're good in what you're doing. You start doubting yourself right? You start doubting yourself and that self-doubt is then going to be taken over in your entire life and everything that you do, right? So this is something that can be, um, again, applied to many areas in life. Doesn't even mean that it was, you know, a close family member. It can, it can also happen through a teacher or a friend or through a situation where you personally as a child didn't trust yourself. So there is a lot that, um, you know, can go on. And in order for you to 
to again trust yourself that you can make the change that you're strong that you're powerful that all of the things are right it's really about unblocking that chakra that is currently holding you back so again yoga is great for that or um reiki healing is also amazing for that um but also you allowing yourself to work a lot with your subconscious because at the end of the day everything is linked right so your subconscious has experienced it in the past it has been ingrained or engraved i don't know i'm not sure how you say it in your brain it's it's part of you it's who you are it's part of your identity and in order for you to change that identity you need to put in the work all right in order for you to change your identity you need to put in the work and the type of work that you need to put in and of course, I'm not saying that you need to do it, but if you are sick of the state that you're currently in, and I know a lot of people are not 100% happy with who they are, and there's always more work to do, there are tools that you can use, right? There are tools such as positive affirmations. And as stupid as they sometimes sound, girl, guy, whoever's listening, I know, because I sometimes get annoyed by them as well. I'm like, oh, positive affirmations again. Like, I can't hear this anymore. But the thing is, how positive affirmations work is that if for 10 freaking years you've been hearing that you were not good enough, you even unconsciously believe it and you are having these thoughts over and over again and you want to change the vibration, the state of vibration and energy that you're currently living in. And you can only do that by you starting to tell yourself that the opposite is true. And positive affirmation, if they're repeated over and over and over and over again, they're going to do the same thing that the 10 years of people doubting you are going to do or is going to do, right? So by really allowing yourself to look at yourself in a mirror or by doing meditations that help you really start believing in yourself, by writing it down, by writing positive affirmations down for yourself. These things are really going to change your belief pattern because that is the that is one of the biggest things why I see people not change in what they want to do is that they don't, don't believe in themselves. They don't trust in themselves, right? They're scared that when they commit to something like, example, my coaching program, they're not going to follow through because they don't think they can. They, can. they have probably been through cycles of dieting and doing things over and over again and they never got to the point where they want it so they don't trust that they're going to ever achieve that and that is the worst thing they're not going to follow through right but again by doing the right work but also next steps when you sign up to a coaching program if it's mine if it's someone else's there's a reason why you weren't able to achieve it on your own is because if you have had a coach before that coach probably didn't support you like you should have second the program wasn't right for you or third you didn't put in the work and you actually were scared to um to how do you say it to um yeah to, to say it out loud that you actually admitting you didn't admit it to yourself that you didn't put in the work right especially in a health coaching program guys like you cannot fake it, right? You cannot fake to me 
when you tell me you've been putting in the work, you know, bit by bit of everything that I've given you and you're not seeing the results, then something's off most of the time, right? Of course, there's always health issues and other things going on, but that's a very, 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 very small percentage. But usually when you put in the work, you're going to get the outcome of everything that you do. If you want to open a business and you put in the work, you're going to get an outcome. If you want to lose weight, you are in a calorie deficit and you follow through on your nutrition, you're going to lose weight, right? All of the things, they work out. But if you don't trust yourself and you fall into the same pattern over and over again, you might not even see the the habits that you've created for yourself, the patterns that you live in. And that's where a third person comes into place and actually looks at what do we need to change here, right? So me as a coach, when I coach people, I empower them to the fullest, but I always tell everyone, I'm here to help you, but you need to put in the work, right? If you don't reach out to me and you tell me you're having a hard time with the program or with nutrition, I will not be able to help you, all right? So there are really things that are just so, so important to to always look at because there are many, many sides to the story. And if you commit to something and you want to give up, then you probably missed the point because you already wanted to change. You've been at a point where the pain was bigger, right? The pain was there. You wanted to change. Why do you want to give up right now? Because life's getting too much? No, girl. Life's always going to be there. Shit is going to happen. And I've, and I've heard the craziest stories, all right? I've been coaching many, many girls, many, many clients from all around the world, and I've had the craziest stories. But if you really want to make it happen, you will. It's a, it's a priority, right? It should be a priority. And if it's not a priority, then you need to shift the priorities and see what is, what is it actually that I want in life? Because if that goal that you first wanted to achieve all of a sudden changes, there's something else going on, right? You don't want to put in the work. You don't have the priority to do that. So that is my take on that. Um, I wanted to empower you in this podcast episode, all right? Because I do believe that if you want something in life, you can achieve it. But it's always, always good to understand where the lack of change comes into place, right? Where is the fear of change? Why does the fear of change come up for so many? Why are we so scared to put in the work? All right. And I'm sure I can make this podcast episode even longer, but I just really wanted to touch on that because I really do believe in every single one of you and that everyone can achieve anything that they want. I really, really, really do believe in it. You know, and I'm not only saying it because I've been seeing it in myself and I've been doing things that I have been freaking scared of doing, but I've been seeing it in my clients too right? The clients that have been so committed that they just really, there's, they're, they just, they just don't want to stay in where they, in the position that they are, in the situation that they are. They're sick of it. All right. And don't let yourself get to that point where just, where you're just like, I'm sick of everything. So that is that guys. Um, let me know if you like the podcast episode. I really had a lot of fun recording it because I just, felt like I wanted to get it out there and I just wanted to empower you that you can have anything that you want really you you, you really really can 
Um, if you're interested in uh, getting healthy and getting on a health journey through a vegan diet on a holistic way or in a holistic way and really want to be surrounded by beautiful women from all around the world and have a coach that's going to listen to you and it's going to support you through every single step in your life, then reach out to me, apply to my program. The link is in the show notes or just reach out to me on Instagram. And if you have any questions, you know, feel free to reach out as well. I love connecting with you guys. Um, otherwise, thank you so, so much for listening and have a beautiful day.